So growing up in Sarasota, Florida, I was in the Sailor Circus and I do ride a unicycle. Um, I know. Did you say the Sailor Circus? Sarasota, yeah, Google it. Sarasota Sailor Circus. And you Um, still can ride a unicycle? Yes, I can. Welcome to Elements of Styles, the business podcast that trades in scarce thinking for community, conversation, and ideas in abundance. Each week, I, Mark Styles, sit with professionals and entrepreneurs, both local and global, and learn how they each add value to their communities, their partners, and their teams. Please enjoy. Hey, folks. Welcome back to Elements of Styles. Today, I am grateful to have Don Hadley of Engel and Volkers. She's a real estate professional here on the South Shore of Boston. Hey, Don, welcome to the show. Hi, Mark. It's so great to be here. When did you get into the real estate business, Don? I started my real estate career. I got my license in, it's kind of a funny story, but I got my license in December of 2016. Got it. But I didn't start right away. Explain that for me. So first of all, I grew up in Sarasota, Florida. I'm a girl from Siesta Key, and I moved to New England after college and met my husband and married a New Englander, and I'm stuck here for the rest of my life because he won't move south. I'm going to get him there one day. Um, but um, I, we, I've been fortunate to be a stay-at-home mom. We raised four children together, and I was a stay-at-home mom for 22 years. Got it. So he was the major breadwinner. He's a CFO. He helps buy and sell companies. He's been very, um, he does very well for himself. So, and it afforded me to be able to be home with my four kids. With that, I was very involved with our four kids and now they're going off to college. So um, our youngest daughter was a senior in high school and my husband had just sold one of his companies and was kind of in between positions. That's what he does. He gets himself out of a job. He gets his, the companies built up and gets them sold. And then he's no longer employed. So then he goes find another venture capitalist store for. Cool. Um, so he was at home doing this poke, poke, poke. Hey, honey, you want to go do, you know, want to go bike, want to go. Do, and, I'm, and I'm used to running a household. I, I call myself the CEO of the Hadley household for Love 22 that. years. Um, and I did all the house maintenance and I had the whole house on a schedule as far as, you know, different rooms got painted different months of the year. <laughs> the whole house was on a room painting rotation. I sanded our living room floors. I did all the trim painting and staining and the pool maintenance. I was the pool boy. Um, <laughs> I did all the yard work and um, we did 28 yards of mulch every year. I was, you name it, if it was around the house, I was in charge of it. So he's now home driving me nuts. Like, let's go, let's go for a bike ride. Let's go do this. Let's go this. I'm like, I have work to do. So um, he was home and all of a sudden, all these different things just kept, all these different signs, if you will, kept leading me to real estate. My best friend uh, from Sarasota called me and she said, Dawn, I wish you were in Nashville. She'd been killing it in the real estate market in Nashville. And she said, I wish you were in Nashville. We'd make an awesome team. You should really get your real estate license. Then another thing happened, another thing happened. So I started looking online for classes 
And at the time you could only do 40 hours in a classroom. There were no online classes. So I called up South Shore Realtors. This was a Monday. I called up South Shore Realtors. I talked to Rachel Tristano. It's like, I'm interested in getting my license. She goes, oh yeah, our class starts today at six. It's like, oh, well, yeah, I'm not ready for that. Um, what's your <laughs> next one? And she said, probably not till next September. And I said, oh, <laughs> it was like, okay. And Warren came, my husband came running down the stairs. He didn't know I was doing this. And he goes, I really think you should get real estate license. Wow. And I said, okay, God, I hear you. So I said, I'll be there. This was four o'clock in the afternoon. I showed up to the class at six o'clock at night. It ran Tuesday and Thursday for six weeks from four, uh, from six to 10 PM. It was perfect because he was still home, right? He was home. He had never, he was never home. So he could help take our youngest back and forth to football practice. Um, and I could go to this class and it was just really something fun because he was, he was con convinced I would be bored out of my mind, just staying at home with our, you know, with no children left at home. So the end of the six weeks, I come home, I'm all excited. I, I loved the class. I loved my teacher. I loved my classmates. I'm still in touch with quite a few of the um, realtors from the class. And he says, I've got good news and bad news. I'm like, great. What's the good news? He goes, I got a job. I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I can go home now. <laughs> um, and I was like, oh, great. What's the bad news? He said, it's in New York City. Oh, so like, we've got a senior in high school and we have a freshman in high school. I'm not leaving Duxbury. I'm not, I'm not leaving the South Shore. I've made a great community here. I was highly involved um, with the, in, in the school system. I was on three different boards. I was president of two boards. I was team mom for the football team. I was very involved. Um, and, and I was like, we're not uprooting our children. He goes, no, 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 I'll work. Monday through Thursday, you know, I so I would drop him off the train on Monday morning and pick him up Thursday night. We had built-in date night, Del Frisco's every Thursday. It was awesome. It was actually, it was great. Um, and it was, it was really fun. So um, I now have, I got my license and what do you do with it? Well, I wasn't going to do anything with it. I was just, I, I, I got my, it was something to get me out of the house while Warren was home and now he's gone again. So I don't need to, you know. <laughs> Um, so I was, uh, my oldest daughter or my youngest daughter was a cheerleader on the cheer team. She's a senior and a bunch of the cheer moms worked with Sherry Sibley at Vantage Point. And they were like, you should go talk to Sherry. You should go. I was like, yeah, okay. I'll talk to Sherry. So Sherry took me out for lunch and, and I said, look, Sherry, I, I'm not doing real estate. I just, I got my license. She goes, well, if you need a place to hang your license, we'd love to have you aboard. We're a fun group. Just come, just come to enjoy, you know, just get out for the night and just come be with us. She goes, oh, and I'm starting this boot camp. I said, oh, I'll do boot camp. Um, it was real estate boot camp. It wasn't exercising boot camp. <laughs> so I got into this boot camp and I um, got my accountability partner with Jen Costello and we had a blast and it was really fun, but I still wasn't going to do real estate. So the fall, the spring comes along and Jean Cohen's um, the trainer and she calls me up and she said, hey, I don't know if you're busy this weekend, but I've got this listing that um, I'd love you to come along and just, you know, just see what it's like. And I said, oh, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll come along. So I went on this listing appointment with her. And then there was an open house and she said, hey, I'm really busy. Can you do an open house for me? I'm like, sure, I can 
I'll do it. She's like, I'll pay you. And I'm like, great. Yeah, I'll do an open house for you. I'm like, whatever. I love, I love showing houses. So I captured a buyer. I got my first buyer who then turned into my first listing, who then turned into a very good client. Um, and the rest, as you say, is history. They, um, I, I dove head first after that. I, I got hooked. I loved it. Well, let's talk about that then. So, so you planned on simply hanging your license so that it didn't get inactivated. And yep. you got a taste of the passion. Mm. Where did it go from there? So we graduated, I, 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 I think I did seven deals that for my first year in business. Um, the year that which, you weren't, you weren't going to do business that year? Right, that year that I wasn't going to do business. <laughs> Pretty good year. <laughs> well, and I basically started in May-ish. Um, so yeah, Sherry, Sherry said, I can't wait to see what happens when you decide to do real estate. <laughs> Awesome. And then oh, yeah, you I'll did. let you know when that happens. Yes. Um, so, you know, McKenna went off to college. So I had three in college, um, one still at home. But at that point, you know, he's a sophomore now. And um, so I'm still there for him. Real estate was the perfect fit because you could still, I could still be involved in the different boards that I was on. Um, I could still be there for his football games and his hockey games. And then there were no lacrosse games because COVID hit, right? Um, well, no, no, it's his sophomore year. So we weren't in COVID yet. Um, so we're still there for football, hockey and lacrosse for him, which was wonderful. Um, and I, I dove into education. That was really my first foray into real estate. I didn't need to sell real estate, if you will. My husband took, takes very good care of us, right? Um, I was really doing this for the passion and fun of being able to one, do something with my time. Um, I volunteered a ton in our community. My husband was always like, it'd be really nice if you got paid for some of the volunteering that you're doing. <laughs> love that you love helping people, but maybe you could get paid for it. Um, so being able to be in real estate and still being able to take that passion of helping people, um, but getting compensated for it uh, has been a nice bonus. Um, I, I think one of the reasons why I've been so successful in real estate is one, when I first got started, I spent 10 to 20 hours a week in class. I was a, uh, I, I, a magnet for um, if CRS was putting on a class, I took it. If South Shore Realtors was doing a class, I took it. If there was a local bank or an attorney that was putting on a class, I signed up for it. I was getting CEs left and right. Um, and I was doing all day seminars and I was doing um, online classes and I was reading everything I could get my hands on. And I was working side by side with different mentors I invested in a coach. Um, I had a huge database because of 22 years in this community volunteering. Um, I was team, I was a homeroom parent for 
every single one of my kids in multiple years. So I, I had all of those data, I had all of those emails, I had all of those contacts. They knew me as the organizer. I was the team mom for every sport that my kids were in. I was the team photographer for every sport that my kids were in. Um, I organized the fun, I was the fundraiser for Duxbury Youth Hockey at one point in time. So I was very good at organizing um, and I already had that trust in the community. So, you know, by the time I was ready to, for my career to take off in real estate, it, it was just this great launching pad for me. And people were ready for you. They were, were waiting ready for me. Yeah. Yeah. And That's I found awesome. this just passion. Yeah. Why do you think you dove so deep into the education piece of it? Um, when you get your license, you do these 40 hours of training and it has, it gives you zero preparation for actually closing a deal. There is, I, I, I don't think there's one thing that I learned in, I knew I, le I learned what map lock lot was in real estate school. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> not funny. much, not much. That's interesting. I, the other is, so hold on, Ray, what I'm, the other thing that I learned I am not a real estate attorney. Please seek the advice of an attorney. <laughs> <laughs> well, you learned that. That's a good, that's a good piece to learn because we're coaching uh, referral partners that all the time. But that's really fascinating that I've heard that from a number of people that the 40 hours, they didn't really get a feel for what it is. So, so you went out on your own and said, I need to, I need to self-teach, right? I, you're dealing with people's most, uh, the, the investment that's closest to their heart, but a lot of times it's their largest investment, right? And, and I take that very seriously. When I sit down with buyers or sellers, I, I, I know that I'm the quarterback that's dealing with their largest investment. And how am I going to help them if I don't know anything? So I take it um, very personally. I, I, I'm very cautious. I err on the side of um, being extremely conservative. Um, I, I love working with first-time home buyers and saying to them, "Okay, I'm going to treat you like you're my kids, um, and I'm and I don't want you to get into a home or make an investment because your first investment is is really your launching pad for every home that you're going to buy after that. Um, and if we do it well, we're going to set you up for the rest of your life." Um, so I take that very personally and by, I sit down with my new buyers um, in what I call a dream session <laughs> um, and we sit down and we dream and, and I say, you know, here's your magic wand, paint me the picture of what, of what you want to live, what, you know, where you want to live. And I, and I don't want to know, know two bedrooms, two baths. I want to know what do you like to do? You know, what are your recreational activities? Where do you like to have coffee? Do you like to walk on the beach? Are you a biker? Do you want to go hike in the woods? Do you want to see water? Do you want to smell the ocean? Do you know, what are the things that are going to make your lifestyle something that you want to come home to? And that's where we, that's where we start a dream session. Because um, I can change anything about a house except for its location. Right. That's amazing. I love that. I've never heard of the dream session. That's such a valuable, a valuable um, exercise to have that, you know, 
kudos to you for doing that. So you say first time home by you love working mm. with them. Treat them. I like love working with millennials. Yeah, I love how millennials. Come? I love them. Let's 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 uh, <laughs> let's talk about that. Why? Um, first of all, I think millennials get a really bad rap. Um, I, I think they get a really bad rap. I think they are eager to learn. I think they're little balls of clay that can be molded. Um, I have found them to be very open and honest and um, easy to work with. Just, I find them super easy to work with. Um, and, and by the time we get them to their house, they're so excited. And, and now we've, I, I get to be friends with their family. You, cause you do, when you're working with millennials, mom and dad are, are, are there too. And sometimes aunts and uncles and lots of extended family are all in there. And, and so, some may see that as a negative, but that's a potential client for you, right? Um, and it has been, it's been this, I, I, I have this one family that I have found five homes for. Um, uh, And I've been in this business just four years. That's fascinating. That's fascinating. What what, what would you say to somebody who's thinking about getting into the business? Um, Keep your day job. If you need this to put food on the table, keep your day job. Um, I was lucky where I didn't have to do that. So I could just take any proceeds that I made and I just invested it back into education, back into my business. Um, and I treated this as a business from the very beginning. Remember, my husband's a CFO. Right. Um, so <laughs> he was in, tra- he's in charge of the books. Um, uh, but good to have a good CPA on your side um, and, and to really treat this like a business and, and realize that if you're going to do well in this one, you need, you, your number one job is to get clients. Your, your, your number one job as a real estate agent is to get where's your, where's your client coming from. Um, so having a good contact database, I don't care if it's on your phone. I don't care if it's your Apple contact base, but you need to know their name, their phone number, and their email, and, and how they like to communicate, and then you just need to start talking to people, um, but and if you're afraid to do that, then this job isn't for you, um, and if you're afraid to invest in yourself, then this job isn't for you, because um, in order to help other people, you need to have that knowledge base to be able to help people. Because this is a big transaction. It's a, it's 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 an intricate transaction. A lot of moving parts. So it's not as easy as it looks on HGTV. And no, no, not at all. I don't watch HGTV. I don't watch it. I don't have time to watch TV, Mark. Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. So that's interesting advice. So treat it like a business mm, from the get go. Always be improving yourself. So now that you're a seasoned vet and you're crushing it, you're crushing it and you're not absorbing all of the education for learning, what are you doing to continually uh, educate yourself, better yourself, like you suggested for the other agents? Yes. So um, I, I still spend 10 to 20 hours a month in class. Wow. Um, I, I think it is the most important thing I can do for my clients. Um, 
so I am constantly listening to podcasts of people in the industry, of thought leaders, of people not in the industry, because I want to get my knowledge, um, not just from other agents, but I want productivity coaches, I want um, organizational, I want marketing ideas, I want, uh, you know, video, how, how do I run a, a good social media campaign, all of those things that um, I'm doing a Canva class the whole month of December. Um, it's every, I think it's every Wednesday night from seven to nine um, online with Mark, um, with Marky Lemons. She's a hot ticket. Um, so that'll be a fun class. So, so who, I'm, are, I'm, who are some of the podcasts that you're listening to? So um, I love True Confessions of a Top Producer, real estate producer. She, I'm currently ODing on that right now. She's, cool. she's, she gives a lot of value um, and in nuggets that you can chunk down, not just a fire hose. She can do a fire hose, but she, she gives you good nuggets that you can just implement. Um, I love the Home Snap. It's called Snapchat. Are you familiar with the Home Snap app? No. Oh, so, yes, the app, yes. So there's a there's the Home Snap app, and it's this fabulous platform that I don't think most realtors take advantage of, and it's part of our NAR dues. Um, but it is it is just this great platform, and they have wonderful information, including they have this little known podcast called Snapchat, and um, it, they talk to industry leaders, but they also talk to attorneys and title people and home inspectors and all different parts of the industry, stagers and, and social media people and web platform people and, and talk about that. They also, um, they, they talk about their app and how to use it, but I, I do love that platform, this, the HomeSnap platform. Cool. Cool. So podcasts, what else? What else are you doing? You're doing podcasts. I love doing your CE classes when I can get them. <laughs> they you. often coincide with our team meeting. So it's hard to, to get to on those Wednesday mornings. Um, but I do, I am um, implementing a new CRM right now. So I'm using Realvolve. Okay. Um, and so I'm do. I work with a coach on that um, every other week. Uh, I just finished, I had, was doing coaching with Amber, um, De La Garza, the productivity specialist all last year. So she was kind of my go-to last year. She's a productivity specialist is a, is a really fun podcast I've been listening to, I think since right before I started getting my real estate license. Got it. Um, so real estate. So I, I listen to podcasts. I'm an avid reader, uh, I'm an audible junkie. Mm -hmm. um, I love the free app Libby for listening to books. So, and I try to intersperse it with something business, something real estate, something fun. Um, that's a good, that's a good strategy. Where do you find the time? Do you time block? Do you specifically set times for education? I, I do have definite set times for education. Um, and it's purple, it's a purple color in my um, calendar. So my calendar is all color coded and has been for years because each of, I had to separate four children's 
activities and I had four children each playing three sports. Wow. So, yeah. Um, so everyone had us, everyone had a color and my calendar has been color coded for years. So yes, education's purple. And how calendar. often are you blocking time for that? So usually, um, usually between it's a minimum of 10 hours a month. Um, and a lot of times I'm upwards of 20. Wow. That's great. That's great. Well, let me ask you this. So you have a first time home buyer. They come to yep. you. They find you. You do the, um, what's your strategy called? The dream vision? I do a dream. So we sit down and do a dream session before I, I don't, I won't meet. I don't meet with my clients out in the field, no matter how much they want to meet me out in the field. Like, if you want to work with me, this is how we're going to do it. I cool. send them a worksheet. I send them a Google contact form. Um, and I ask them to please fill it out. They have some homework to do before we're going to meet with them. My millennials, I love to give them the automatic homeowner, uh, millionaire homeowner book to read. Um, I, I want them to be educated homeowners. I do not want them making a bad investment. I also love to give them um, Dave Ramsey's Total Money Makeover. Yep. And I, I want to get real with them. I'm like, look, we're going to sit down and this is a big investment and, and I need to know what your debt is. So um, we're going to get real personal real quickly. And if you're not comfortable doing that, then I'm not your real estate gal. <laughs> I'm not going to be the one helping you here. And if, um, they, because... need, if they need financing, are you pushing that uh agenda right away with that yeah, absolutely i mean you're gonna need to sit down with the lender and if you want the three of us to sit you know or the four of us or however many of the us that's going to be we'll sit down we need to have a good financial plan you need to know i, I you know what's your student debt right and how's that going to affect and, and are you planning on starting a family so we're going to go into all these kinds of questions um and what's your lifestyle? You know, where, where are you working? How long is your commute going to be? Those kinds of things um, to really help them narrow down a good fit for them in a home. Um, so we're, I'm going to send them a Google form with homework. We're going to then set up a time to meet in our uh, one of our three shops. We have shops in Norwell, Duxbury, and Plymouth. So whichever is more convenient for them. So we'll meet right in one of our shops. Um, and then we're going to sit down usually for about an hour. I will say during COVID, I got very good at doing Google Meets. So, yeah. we, you know, we started doing our dream session via Google Meet, um, which is great. Um, it actually was easier to get those done. So I might continue to do those going forward. But it is fun to meet in a shop because then the phones aren't ringing, kids aren't running around. Um, it, it, it can be dedicated time just in the shop. And we're focused really just on what they're looking for in a property. Uh, so we get through the dream session and then I plug them into a home search. Um, and, and we start going, you know, I don't jump in the car with them anymore. They don't get in my car anymore because of COVID, but we, we do care fans and We'll go spend buyer tours. Uh, we'll spend the whole day looking at the property. One thing I love to have my buyers do is I'm like, especially if they're not familiar with a community and they're saying, okay, I'm going to look for a house on the South shore. So I'm going to give them, I, I call it field trips. And I said, okay, I want you, if they're bikers, I'm going to say, I want you to put your bikes on the back of your car. I want you to go Saturday morning and spend the entire day in Situate, Cohasset, Duxbury, whichever town 
you pick, I don't care which one it is. And I want you to go on a, on a scavenger hunt. I want you to find the coffee shop. I want you to find where you're going to get your tires fixed, where you're going to get gas, where you're going to go get pizza, where you're going to, you know, find beer and wine, where you're going to do your grocery shopping, um, where you're going to go for a walk in the park, where, where can you, um, you know, whatever it is that they want to do, I want you to go spend your day doing that. And if you can do it on a bicycle, do it on a bicycle, because you're really going to get to know that if you just drive through the town, you're driving through really quickly. But if you're on a bike, or you're walking the downtown area, look for the library, go to the schools, see what they look like. Um, talk to people in that community. And then you're going to get a vibe for whether or not that's a town. And then we're going to, wait, you know, you're going to give me your top three and we're going to go start looking in those towns. That's such great advice too. And it seems uh, so counterintuitive to the rush that people feel like, mm-hmm. all right, we're ready to do this. So now we're going to go rush into it. It's like, well, you haven't done it your entire life. Like, let's slow it down. And, you know, maybe, maybe that house isn't yet for sale. That is the one you want. So let's make sure that we do this right. Because like you said, it's the launching pad. And, you know, I mean, wealth can certainly be built in the equity of your home. Yes, absolutely. So you, so you take these folks through the process, introduce them to the lender, introduce them to the attorney, sign agreement, go through, close, and then they sit down at their computer and they get ready to write a review or a testimonial for Don. What does that say? So when I first sit down with my clients, um, I tell them I want to dazzle them. I, I, wa- I want them to be dazzled so that when we get to the closing t- closing table, and we will get to the closing table, that's what I tell them, we will get there. Um, and it will be the right house for you because we're going to work really hard at making sure that it is the right house for you because we're going to spend our time and do our homework and we're not going to rush into this. Um, and that being said, this move, this market is moving so fast that when you're ready, we are going to have all these things ready to go so that we're ready <laughs> to jump in. So when we do find your dream house, you're ready. We're ready. And we're going to put together an offer that's going to get you, help you win that, win that home. Sure. Um, so when we get to that table, when we get to that point, I'm going to ask them, you know, be honest. But if any time a point along the way that I am not dazzling you, please tell me what I can do to do that. Um, and I haven't had that happen yet. So yay, I'm dazzling my clients. So uh, Dawn's, Dawn, Dawn was there. She, uh, you know, she was the quarterback of our team. She helped us, you know, navigate the ups and downs. And there are always ups and downs in a transaction. There are always hiccups. Um, but I think having those conversations and, and forewarning your clients that, hey, this is normal. Things are going to go awry for a moment, um, but we'll get them back on track and we will get you to the closing table and we'll get you in that house. Um, so important. I, to, it's so important to manage those expectations up front too, because then you can go back and be like, remember when I said we would probably hit a speed bump here? Here's that speed bump. Let's not. Yeah, we're not going to panic. All right, let's get back to that review. The testimony. Sorry, the review, um, you know, Dawn had our backs the whole time. She, uh, this is hard, Mark. She 
It's like writing your own obituary. Yeah, oh, great. Um, she really got to know us and, and helped us along the way, right? She, she was there for us. She answered our questions. If she didn't know the answer, she found out the answer. Because um, I don't know them all. Right. I, don't, I don't know all the answers. And anyone that tells you they do question that. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I do know where to get it, right? I do know where to find the answers. I'm, I'm in with a great brokerage um, and I've got a lot of mentors, both in my brokerage and out of my brokerage. And I'm not afraid to lean on calling attorneys or calling lenders or, or, or I call my husband a lot with tax questions. Um, so, you know, just that she was able to, she had a great network of people um, that she could refer us to when we needed help. And she dazzled us. And I dazzled. I, dazzled I can't wait to clients. see some of those reviews where everybody uses dazzled. They put <laughs> dazzled in there. Um, that's good. I love that. Um, like this, what you're doing right here on this podcast, you're, you're stepping outside your comfort zone. I think there is no better way to step out of your comfort zone than through karaoke, right? You're getting up in front and you're basically disrobing in front of everybody because it's it's painful. Might as well be naked. Might as well be. And, <laughs> and figuratively you are, right? Because they're there watching you, which is you're not a trained classical singer and you're giving it a go, but you're doing the best that you possibly can. It's funny, we talk about karaoke singers falling in three categories. One get out of the way. I'm alone. This is going to be my microphone. This is my time. The second is the person who will only do it with a group who can pop in, pop out, dance, and be part of a group and not- Yeah, backup singer. Not be on an island. And then there's the person who is like, there's no way I'm doing this. I would rather have a root canal without any, um, any Novocaine or anything. So, but you're stuck. So we're a group together, we're doing it and you're going to sing what, Don Hadley? So this is really hard for me because I'm not a pop culture. I don't do, I'm an alternative rock girl. So like, I know, I know. That's I know awesome. You can sing. They have those on karaoke too though. Yeah. But so here's the deal. The things I like are like big audio dynamite and the clash and <laughs> not really easy to sing. Um, so I spent hours trying to figure this out. So I, I <laughs> this is like, I was ready to call you up and go, I can't do this. I can't do because of this one question. I'm gonna do all the rest of it, but the karaoke I can't do. So, <clears throat> and then, I love Jack Johnson and I love Ed Sheeran, but I, I realized I like all these male voices. And then to get up and sing those lyrics as a theme, I was like, I can't, I can't sing that. I can't sing that. So walking on sunshine. All right. All right. The beauty of the beauty of karaoke though, is that you can sing those and nobody's going to judge you because the fact is, is you got up there. You got yeah, up there. there. So and then I would sing if I had eyes in the back of my head by Jack Johnson. Cool. I love it. I love that you're an alternative rocker. I loved The Clash growing up. Love oh my it. gosh, The Clash was all that. My dad the said, if you, come, if you come home with a mohawk, the doors will be locked. <laughs> so Don, most important question of them all, 
if someone were to want to work with you and be dazzled by you, how would they reach out and get in touch with you? So best way to reach me is call me. I pick up the phone. I am an agent who actually picks up the phone. Uh, 617-834-7844. Of course, you can find me on my website, www.dawn.hadley, H-A-D-L-E-Y, at E as in angle, V as in Volkers, realestate.com. So dawn.hadley at evrealestate.com. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining the show. And you can find me on Google. I am all over Google. Really? Dawn Hadley Realtor. Yeah. Awesome. And I'm sure there's some dazzling reviews there. (laughs) Well, Don, thank you so much for joining. I hope you had a good time. I learned something as I always love to do because we're we're kin in that sense that I'm always looking to be learning. And I hope your folks find value in this. And and folks, if you uh, are listening to this and feel like somebody needs to listen to it, please, please share it with that person. I'm sure Don would appreciate it. Thanks again, Don. Thank you for having me. Hey, thanks for joining us today. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to subscribe on your platform of choice for a new episode each week and share this with everyone and anyone. If you have any questions or comments or have an idea for another guest, feel free to shoot me an email at mstyles at styles-law.com. That's M-S-T-I-L-E-S at styles-law.com. And if you are a real estate professional, be sure to check us out on our private exclusive Facebook page, The Real Estate School at 892 for content and Massachusetts continuing education opportunities. Be well, folks. Today's episode is sponsored by Securitidal. Securitidal helps Massachusetts real estate attorneys, real estate agents, loan professionals, buyers, and sellers with all of their title, settlement, and escrow needs. Securitidal, S-E-C-U-R-I-T-I-T-L-E.com, where security and title come together. This podcast is being provided for informational purposes only. The podcast is not a comprehensive overview of the subject and is not intended to provide legal or financial advice or an endorsement of any product or business. The views expressed by podcast guests are their own and their appearance on the podcast does not imply any endorsement of them or any entity they represent. Please seek legal, financial, or tax advice before taking any action on the matters or products discussed herein.